Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi everyone. Uh, this is my good bad brain. Is um, all about fucked up shit going on in the world this week. Uh, there's a Patreon.com/slash my good bad brain where you can always find these things to download for free. If you were thinking about donating any money to me this week, don't donate it instead to an organization that is helping fight uh, for immigration justice. Okay, human justice. I'm gonna get into all that right after the song. We're gonna play the song just for the sake of some kind of fucking uh, format. I don't know. My good bad brain, and I'm gonna get right into it. Okay. RaicesTexas.org. That's the one I donated to. More. Here we go. Bye. Welcome to my good, bad brain. I'm a normal person, so I'm insane. I've got depression and ADHD, but I'm doing better since I medicated me. Still not always sure whether I exist or what being a person even really is But I figured out a long time ago that being alive is beautiful Hi everyone, this week's brain breather may not be particularly relaxing. I know that's what this is usually uh, for, um, but it's not really, right? It's just me and my fucking brain breathing. That's not always very fun. Sometimes it breathes hard and fast and it's not pleasant. This week may not be that relaxing. I hope that it is useful. It is a hard week. It is a hard time in American history. The situation on the border, um, which we could politely say the immigration situation, but fuck that. The caging of children by agents of this government uh, in the name of the United States is vile and disgusting. Uh, It's evil. And if you don't know that, uh, read a fucking book, uh, particularly about Germany in the 30s, the 1930s, uh, the rise of fascism. It's not hyperbole. This is how it happens. So uh, in the interest of giving us maybe something to feel less helpless and you know, who cares about our feelings in some situations, it's a funny thing to say on a mental health podcast, but maybe I'll get more into that later. Uh, let's talk about how we can actually try to help change things actively, uh, even from our coastal cities or wherever the fuck we live that's all the way on the other side of the world, okay? Hopefully, if all you listen to is the first couple minutes of this, uh, you'll get some useful information, so I'm trying to get right into it. Here we go. 
Uh, thank you to Terry Bradley and Hannah Lippo, who are listeners who helped me get some of the stuff. They're activists out in the world and, and directed me a little bit here. Uh, ACLU.org is good uh, for broad legal changes. If you want to donate stuff there, like in a, in a, in a larger sense, um, over time. But if you want to do some active uh, help right now, you can just simply donate, send money to uh, some illegal defense organizations that are working more on the ground directly with these people who are being fucking persecuted um uh in particular i donated to raices it's uh, raicestexas.org r-a-i-c-e-s-t-e-x-a-s.org uh, i'm going to read from their website a little bit raices is a 501c3 nonprofit agency that promotes justice by providing free and low-cost legal services to underserved immigrant children families and refugees in texas founded in 1986 as a refugee aid project by community activists in south texas raices has grown to be the largest immigration legal services provider in texas with offices in austin corpus christi dallas fort worth uh, Houston and San Antonio. Raices is a frontline organization in the roiling debate about immigration and immigrants in the world as an organization that combines expertise developed from the daily practice of immigration law with a deep commitment to advocacy. Raices is unique among immigration organizations. A diverse staff of 130 attorneys, legal assistants, and support staff provide consultations, direct legal services, representation, assistance, and advocacy to communities in Texas and to clients after they leave the state. In 2017, Raise staff closed 51,000 cases at no cost to the client. Our advocacy and commitment to change are driven by the clients and families we serve every day as our attorneys and legal assistants provide legal advocacy and representation in an immigration system that breaks apart families and leaves millions without pathways to legal status. Which in itself is a horrific idea that a human being could be illegal. By the way, where I'm off on my stuff now. That's not on their website. They ended at legal status. But that's a beautiful organization. They're working immediately. You can donate money at their website. They're also on Instagram. A couple other ones um, that Terry told me about. Al Otro Lado, A-L-O-T-R-O. L-A-D-O dot org in California and also in Arizona, the Florence Project, F-I-R-R-P dot org. Uh, our other organizations doing similar work in other states. So those are good. Those are great um, because it's very specific. They're working and probably understaffed, underpaid, probably just treading water because the way Money and capitalism works in this country is that people who are poor, there is, quote unquote, no incentive to help them. So it is incumbent on us as fellow human beings to do our fucking best to try to direct resources to save them, to help them, because a human being can't be illegal. Okay? Human beings exist. Borders are imaginary. All right? Okay. Uh, so donation. That's step one. Uh, next would be voting. And I know that sounds obvious and we say it over and over again. Some of us, me, I live in California, I live in Los Angeles, right? So I feel like helpless with that one because I'm like, I'm fucking voting every time our whole state goes blue. Uh, but some of you may not. So, uh, if you live in states that are states that are embattled or maybe have, uh, even go red, um, Get the fuck out there because vocal minorities have really taken care, uh, control of this country in a nasty way. White supremacists are not the majority of us um, and they're intent on doing some real fucking destruction. Uh, we can do our best to fucking stop that. So vote. And if uh, you have anybody in your life that is not registered to vote or maybe you're not registered to vote, then 
Get registered to vote, which is super duper easy. You just go to your browser and type in vote.org. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I wrote this fucking down. Let me look at my fucking notes and make sure I got it right. Um, vote, sorry, .gov. Glad I got that fixed. Uh, sorry, you should see my notes. They're like my podcasts. They're all the fuck over the place. Most people would write a list. I sort of write on the left side of the page and the right side of the page and then maybe somewhere in the middle and blah, blah, blah vote.gov you just go there you can type in your uh, uh, address and it's super duper easy you can find out where to fucking vote and uh, more immediate than that even if you have voted or not voted either way you have a representative that represents your district and area in congress and the senate whatever make your opinion known to them and make it loudly um the people in this country, they're allowed the greasy wheel or whatever. The greasy wheel? The squeaky wheel gets the grease. <laughs> the greasy wheel gets the, gets the squeak. Uh, maybe. Uh, fucking call. Leave messages. Do something uh, with that. Inundate them. I do understand how helpless that can feel because I think a lot of us have some disgusting representatives that go there to get rich or do whatever the hell they can with lobbyists and whatnot. It seems like they're going to do whatever they're going to do and that they don't even listen to us anymore. But you got to fucking try. You got to be vocal. So if you don't know uh, who your representative is, most of us don't, or uh, you don't know the phone number in which to call them, go to commoncause.org slash find your representative. Uh, it's find-your-representative. If you just go to commoncause.org, you can probably navigate the website and find it too. Uh, you just, again, there, type in your home address and it'll tell you all of your representatives straight up from the president all the way down to your local Congress people, to your sheriffs, whatever. And you can go to their websites and find contact and call, whatever. Uh, anytime I've called, I've had to leave a message. I think one time somebody answered and it was really nice. Uh, it was emotional because I never really participated in my democracy until relatively recent he- history. And uh, it's important, you know? Nobody hears your voice unless you make your voice heard. So fucking reach out and do that. So what do we got now so far? We got uh, donate. Uh, we've got uh, vote and help register people around you to vote because I am convinced the flawed fucking system we've had so far, which is to try to win over these stupid middle ground voters. I don't give a fuck about middle ground. If you're somewhere wavering in the middle and you think, oh, maybe I could go, maybe I could go blue, maybe I could go red. I don't know. I'm sort of middle ground at this point in our history. I don't fucking care. Go as red as you want. We need to radicalize all the normal, good human beings that are all around us who just aren't really voters, who are used to coasting, being like, America's the good guy, right? We're fine. Because it's not anymore, okay? It hasn't been for a long time. Not going to get too into that right now. But, you know, it's time. It's time to fucking radicalize our leftist instincts. And that's anybody who's humanist, who believes in human beings, their sovereignty, that they should be expressed, that they should be free. If you value fucking mental health, I'm sure you value life for human beings being good. So we have to get out there and vote. So there, donate, vote, register people around you to vote, call your Congress people. Uh, rally. Uh, rallying is uh, scary to do if you've never done it, uh, but it's fucking dope. It's good. I've gone to some of the first protests of my life in just the last few years because it felt necessary. Um, you can check, uh, you gotta do a little more Googling and stuff on this one. Um, I've used Action Network in the past. Also, rallylist.com, R-A-L-L-Y-L-I-S-T.com, uh, seems to list stuff. Facebook will have stuff. It's harder to navigate, but uh, a lot of the stuff will have 
links and you can share them there. And I've donated money to something on Facebook. Facebook's a fucking wasteland, to be honest. Um, but it is sort of useful for some of this donating and organizing. So you can use that. Um, I think also is the time to start getting involved with uh, wider political action, which I gotta say, I don't think I've done enough of in my life. It's feeling more and more vital. Uh, I've definitely been listening to materials and and seeking out help uh, in my voting guides and research and stuff from uh, political parties that share more of my point of view, which don't seem to be the Democrats anymore. They seem to be fucking rolling over pretty hard on stuff. And it's a time in history when we can't afford that anymore. Um, I like the DSA. It's a socialist organization, DSAUSA.com. You can find some stuff. Maybe that's not for you, but do something. Um, and then I think, uh, keep talking. People keep uh, telling me that they keep saying, you know, I think it's important. People will make fun of it. They will say 240 characters. How huh? you're just, Oh, really doing some tweeting, click, clicktivism, blah, blah, blah. Uh, fuck all that. Okay. Uh, you have no idea the power of a sentence or an idea that somebody sees somewhere and it carries it with them. They carry with them and they take into the world and they tell somebody else and maybe when the opportunity arises to do the right thing, they remember something that they read and they do the right thing instead of just going by because they haven't had time to think about it or to get the idea in their head or form an opinion. You need to just be vocal. Keep calling out bad shit when you see it. Keep it up. Keep up that fucking fight. Be part of that, okay? Because this is like a bad time that we're in. And then I think the last part, and maybe this is getting into more like what this podcast tends to be about, is your mental state. Uh, I think we need to prepare ourselves for the possibility of justice. Um, Here's what I mean by that. That's a weird, fancy way to say this. I've done a lot of martial arts in my life, okay? I've done like a lot of martial arts, and mostly either quote-unquote sport martial arts. I'm focused on the technical aspects of fighting, and I'm, I'm past any of the, like, the mental stuff about like defending your life or whatever, because I just, A, a lot of self-defense people are psychos, and it's just not a way to live. You know, if you, you can take this into the world, too. If you live with an imaginary fear all the fucking time of some terrible thing that's going to happen, and it never, it never fucking happens. It's very unlikely that it's going to happen. And if it does happen, it'll be one little moment in your life, whatever, which, right, arguably is life-changing, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, I'd rather take that than live my whole life in constant, constantly with the presence of my potential attacker. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck that. Situational awareness is good and whatever, but the stress of constantly being like, oh, something bad's going to happen. You tend to like make bad things happen. But I did learn this one thing that I thought was really profound. They were talking uh, self-defense so much often. The idea of self-defense is being mentally prepared to defend yourself. And that might sound so funny to some people. Some people just don't understand that they have the instinct to fight for themselves and other people immediately. Some of us don't have the instincts to fight for ourselves. We don't have a sense of self-worth or we think we can take it or we think like, oh, it's no big deal. You just don't feel that thing you don't you don't feel when somebody um penetrates your bubble you know when they when they you know engage and and try to encroach on your sovereignty and that's fine you know i think there is a thing to turn the other cheek or whatever as long as that's really what it is as long as you're being the bigger person but we don't have this instinct to not defend ourselves when it's somebody else that's important to us. If we see someone being bullied or someone weaker than us being taken advantage of us, we, being taken advantage of, we won't stand for it. We go, fuck that. We get mad if it's your little sibling or your best friend or something like that. You'd go crazy trying to defend them. And 
so there's this thing in the self-defense uh, uh, mental sort of preparation. They're like basically saying the will to fight, the urgency to fight, the belief that you are worth fighting for is more important than your quote-unquote ability to fight. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Somebody said once, you know, I've said it on this podcast, maybe, I don't know, that uh, people don't like to fight people. They like to beat the shit out of people. And if they feel like they're going to get a fight out of you, they're much less likely to try to engage. And I saw a video on YouTube that like seemed to illustrate this principle pretty profoundly. Uh, it wasn't a video. It was an account. It was what somebody wrote out. It was so vivid that I remembered it as a video. This woman was saying she was on a, a, a bus from Bakersfield, Las Vegas, and the bus got stopped and fucking Border Patrol agents get on. They're not within 100 miles of border. They have no jurisdiction and they start like they're going to ask to see everyone's papers and this one woman stands up and goes you don't have to show them fucking anything they're not within 100 miles of border they have no jurisdiction here no one has to show them papers stood up and fought for these people in a very active way and these border patrol agents said something disparaging about her or whatever oh uh i don't know whatever they said and they left because they got a fight okay because they got one person who stood up for the rights for what's legal and what's true and nobody had to show their fucking papers on this bus and they moved on because it would be illegal because we don't fully live in a fucking fascist Nazi government yet. But standing up to things matters. And I'm saying all this is to say, like, I think we need to prepare ourselves for the possibility that we may be asked to make moral choices in our life. There is something true that, like, we can decide what kind of person we want to be. And part of that is just straight up, if you see somebody being taken advantage of, you see somebody being hurt, you see somebody in need, you help. You do something. And it's awkward, and it's terrible, and it's so fucking weird because it's dangerous and you're outside your element. But it's necessary to like have a world that is good because bullies will take advantage of it. And I think it's important for us to be preparing ourselves for the possibility that we may have to act, that we may have to do things to protect people, you know? Because it's true. This rhetoric matters. This rhetoric is empowering bad people. And I guess what I'm saying partly is this has been a hard week, and I, and I am thinking a lot about how we need to defend our brains, how, how we do need to take care of ourselves so that we can be capable of helping others, right? We're, we have to be concerned with our mental health and our well-being. We're not supposed to be miserable all the fucking time. But sometimes it is appropriate to be uncomfortable and mad and scared. When bad things are happening, we need to have a radar that works. And we have to not be crippled by those feelings. We have to know, I'm going to use this to make choices and make changes. I'm going to overcome for other people, if not myself. And if there's nobody else around and I'm being taken advantage of, I'm worth fighting for. I am. The child in me is worth protecting. These are hard concepts, I think, for a lot of us who are sensitive, who are peaceful, who just want to get along the go along. I always felt violence and assault as isn't just a horrible act it's even less of a horrible act just for the consequences of the physical damage or trauma that does to you. The You know, you break your face or you get struck or something like that or something's robbed from you. What's more atrocious is that you've come into someone's life and told them this is part of reality. 
your normal world where everything is fine and we all get along. That's wrong. Here I am to show you bad fucking shit happens and exists and that's real. That's the undeniable truth that you can't get out of no matter how much you mindset it. You know? Or if you do it to a a kid in particular, if you hit a kid or something like that, one of the worst things about it isn't just that you have hit a kid and physically hurt them, but you have brought violence into their life and probably taught them that it's part of their social lexicon now. It's an option that they have moving forward to express themselves, and they will do that. And this is how like the cycle of trauma exists in a literal level of physical violence, but also uh, a metaphorical one, you know? So... I think we need to understand that these things can happen and not be overwhelmed and defeated by them and to know that the introduction of violence emotionally, spiritually, and physically, whatever, is a lie. It's a thing that has to be dealt with. It's a thing someone can do. But there's something about trauma that for some reason reads into our body as the ultimate truth that somehow the trauma, the bad thing, that's, that's more real than the rest of my life that's good, that's peaceful, that's calm, that's kind. That like this ultimate moment of disruptive violence is truer and, and, and discredits and dis, dis, undoes all of that goodness that we constantly live with. And we have to understand that that is a lie. That that is the trick of trauma in our own lives. This is like what we spend our fucking lives trying to unravel with our mental health is the bad thing that happened to us. Because we're so scared, our organism is so scared of that bad thing happening again, we have to live with it constantly to try to avoid it somehow. And the irony is then you're just living with the phantom of it constantly. And we need to be ready to go, that's not me, that's not reality, that's the lie, that's the slip up, that's the failure. Not the rest of me that tricked myself, quote unquote, into thinking things were fine and I'd be safe and everything would be okay. No, that's reality. You can be safe. You can be well. You can be happy. We live in the most prosperous fucking time of humanity. And that the lie is lack. The lie is violence. The lie is injustice. And we have to keep calling that out and fighting against it because people will insist it's real and they will make it happen and they will do their best to make it real and to bring it into life. It's happening. Does this make sense? I don't know if it does. I know this is getting weird in the metaphor, but I'm saying like our somatic sense. We can't be so overwhelmed by the injustice and the violence that we see that we decide that that must be the truth. That's how it is. That's how it's always going to be. That's what all of history has been. No. No. If you spent a hundred years building a fucking temple, right? Bricks, people, Middle Ages, they didn't, you know, takes forever to fucking build it, right? And then one bomb falls on it. What's truer? Like what's more true to the meaning of the representation of the thing that's been built? The hundreds of hours and years or whatever of human beings getting together to construct something impossible and unlikely and beautiful that provides shelter and a place to worship and a place to be well and be together, or the one moment of a destructive force coming in and fucking it up. The threat is real. The thing that happens is real. But the truth of the place is not in its trauma. The truth of the place is in its hundred years 
of human beings working together to make something unlikely and wonderful. You know? And so as we constantly get inundated with these horrible stories of human beings taking advantage, hurting other human beings, taking advantage of them, justifying it, we have to recognize most people aren't fucking like that. In small pockets, it may feel that way, but most of us are not. The truth of humanity is that it is good. And the truth of human beings is that we want to be happy and treat others well. That we want to create more joy and more beauty and love. We are uniquely capable of creating a spiritual kind of love with each other that I don't know how to explain. I, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll be able to explain what dark matter is. We'll be able to explain the spiritual weight in some kind of measurement of, of a matter that we can't detect yet. I don't know. And we'll be like, that's why. Oh, that's what love is. There you go. Ha ha. That's why we're here. That's where it's going. Our imagination and creation and goodness generosity, togetherness, kindness, that weird warmth of just being people around other people who are safe. In the meantime, you cannot be overwhelmed and you also can't fucking bury your fucking well-being and say like, 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 oh, for my mental health, I just need to take all the breaks. Take the breaks, obviously. Please take the breaks. Don't fucking fry your brain out. Don't. But understand that sometimes that feeling of fear or anger or anxiety does have fucking value. And it's to tell you something needs to change. And we can change it. And we have to mentally prepare ourselves to be strong enough to know that we are worth fighting for. Other people are worth fighting for. Humanity is worth fighting for. And you can't just surrender it to fucking jackals. I love you all. I'm going to try to do a quick wrap up one more time to remind you of these things I listed. Okay, these, this, these action items that hopefully will make you feel a little more empowered, but more importantly, hopefully actually help change things that will help change things for the better. Okay, donate to organizations small and large. Okay, vote, register people around you to vote, rally, keep talking, contact your representative, and prepare yourself, keep yourself healthy, keep yourself strong and be ready so that in small ways, this is how I've experienced it. When I have experienced something fucked up and morally wrong going on in front of me, your brain's going, is this really happening? Is this really happening? Is this really happening? This isn't really happening. No way do people really do this. And yet they do. And you will in a shaky voice. So, hey, 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 that's fucked. No. You'll say something that has that is like, you don't sound cool, you're not going to sound like Clinton Houston, but you will stand up and you'll help somebody and other people will stand up too and you won't be alone, all right? It's just the way it's got to be. People got to protect people, okay? Got to keep fucking shit up. <laughs> That's a, Terry and I in exchange, we were talking about this. He said, keep, keep fucking shit up online. And I said, this is what I'm going to end with, Okay? If we all keep fucking shit up in our own little ways, maybe we will actually fuck shit up. Okay. I love you. Be well. I know it's tough this week. It's going to maybe get tougher. It'll get tougher. It'll get better. I don't know. I guess I'm just saying this week, sometimes the gift of hard things is that you know you're tough and you can get through them. And your traumas are lies, and the evil is lies, and the truth is the goodness in you and the people around you who are also outraged. The goodness is the truth. That will win in the end. 
We are slowly marching forward as a species, okay? We really are. It's better now than it was before. It'll get better. Keep your fucking head up. Stay strong. Take care of yourself. Hydrate, right? Self-care, okay? Thank you very much. I love you all. This is My Good Bad Brain. Patreon.com slash My Good Bad Brain if you want to support more and fucking leave whatever. If you are thinking about supporting My Good Bad Brain this week, go donate the money somewhere else, okay? God, it's just awful what's happening. But the people on this fucking podcast, fucking shit up. Give me hope. We're going to do this. Okay. Take care of your fucking brains. Thank you. I love you all. Goodbye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.